424 a.m. But the studio don't close, man. Plus, it's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, ain't no pass it doesn't feel left hand side. Right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now, somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoke it by yourself. Little blunts. Smoke it by yourself. What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, Anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. Can y'all hear me? I've been high this whole time. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition. This is episode number 24. I'm your host, Yusuf Ali. We are coming from you live. Well, not live, but recorded at the TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. It's about 10.58 p.m. Pacific Pacific Standard Time. Uh, That's L.A. time. And, uh, I don't know, I'm gonna try to keep this show brief. I say that every time it end up being like an hour, but I'm gonna, treat, I'm gonna try to keep this one brief for real, man, because I really want to get back to this trial four shit that I started watching last night and fell asleep on. But, um, uh, we got some PlayStation 5 craze. Um, uh, uh, another business finally made the races Yelp review. Well, I'm assuming, um, that it's another child's play movie motherfuckers in wheelchairs going crazy um shit the browns and i meant to do something for alex trebek so with that let's just get the show started get the show started like I always mean to do at the top of every show but sometimes I ain't gonna lie I forget and I have to do that at the end but this time I remember I want to thank my likers my shares my retweeters my um reposters um all that and my people that told people in in person face to face about the show thank you very much without y'all um Y'all are the MVP, the most valuable. Y'all are the MVMs, rather. That's what I meant. Y'all are my, my, my most valuable male moles. But all my male moles are valuable. But y'all are just the most valuable because y'all are the ones who, like, go out of y'all way to tell other people to watch and listen. Well, listen. I don't have nothing to watch yet. I'm thinking about putting it on YouTube. I just gotta get a you know better camera equipment. I don't want to YouTube it with my phone camera, even though they make phone cameras more than capable these days, especially Samsung. Shout out to Samsung. But uh, whatever. 
for now we just listening. So Melmos keep telling everybody that you know this the shit and it make y'all laugh. So it probably gonna make them laugh and keep y'all in, entertained and informed. So it'll probably keep them entertained and informed and all that. So thank y'all and all. Yeah, I was gonna say this for next episode, but fuck it. I got my new bed, and it's amazing. It's like a it's memory foam, and it's a twelve inch memory foam. So like they have eight inch memory foams and six inch, but it's a thick motherfucker. So it's like you really can like put a couple. Of, you know what they do on the commercial the, the champagne glass on the, on the edge and they lay on the other side and that shit don't move and that shit is amazing and you don't really think it do that till you, you know you get one and it do that it could be memory foam newness that shit might wear off in six months and I fuck around can't even put a water bottle on that bitch without it squeak falling over but right now shit bitch just like it do on the commercial Another thing, um, this ain't got nothing to do with the commercial, but um, I was watching the newest Child's Play. Is that on Hulu? I don't know. Fuck whatever it's on, and it was bad. That's not, that's besides the point. But it's just how bad was it? They changed it to like a so he could look. He looked more like a um, what's that old lady character? On um, um, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, she looked—he looked like her, the redhead lady. I think she had red hair. Her hair color escapes me at the moment, but that's how he looked. It's terrible. He could—they just—they could have let him look the same. Like it's—it's it's a reboot of a of a you know a doll. I get when y'all redo like. Superman, Batman, Spider, whatever the fuck, and you want to change them to look like this and make it a her, or whatever the fuck. And this is—it's just Chucky. It's just—it's already. That's like redoing Cabbage Patch Kids or Barbies, and you gonna know it look fucked up when you see it. Like that's not a Barbie. That's not like that's that other shit. Like you know, you go to you get a Barbie from Toys R Us, or you get um. She got the little sister. What's the, what's the little sister name? Mandy or some shit. And that's that Toys R Us. But if you go to like Walmart or Target section, not even. That's giving. That's too much credit. If you go to the corner store, they ain't gonna have Barbie and Mandy. They might have Barbara and Amanda. And you gonna know immediately that it's not the same. And that's what this fucking new child's play shit is. This shit is dumb. It don't look like Chucky. It look like some other bullshit. But that's besides the point. The thing is, I'm surprised. Had there been so many Chuckies? There's so many Chuckies. I get it. I get sequels. Sequels make money. That's whatever. My thing is, how did these motherfuckers in the first place? sell this as a horror movie and not a comedy how did they keep a straight face and telling people when they pitched this shit that a a foot and a half tall doll that weighs about seven pounds with plastic hands was going to be able to kill people with machinery. It's one thing for him to strangle somebody with a little rope because, okay, whatever. And even that's a stretch because it all takes leverage. And at one, at 18 inches and 7 pounds, there's no way he can, you know, gather enough. I'm not even going to use the word right, but I'm going to use it anyway kinetic energy to 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 be able to pull off some of these like you have to in order to choke somebody right well okay okay 
maybe the choking because you can't you can all you need to do is get two your hands on the opposite sides and you really don't need to have your feet planted to choke nobody okay fair enough chucky but if every other kill that's not a choke requires a certain amount of strength and and core strength and footing like on the on this newest one he started up a fucking llama or some shit and run it over the lady's face okay how did chucky mad muster the strength to pull a lawnmower chain I know grown men that it takes them multiple pulls of the chain. The way you got to hold the fucking lawnmower and then pull with the other hand. There's no way Chucky is doing that. Now, if you want me to believe that Chucky is killing people with push button appliances, do that. But you're not going to tell me he's pulling lawnmower chains moving on this is this is kind of a news story but it's also a personal story so I'm going to tell you about it first the Browns won that's the news part good news also great news shit 6-3 news man almost I know all y'all are not Browns fans but by now, y'all know my love for the Browns. So I hope that you can, you know, you know, and share my enjoyment, even though you're not a Browns fan. I hope your team won. If you don't watch football, even better. You know, that's one less emotional attachment that you have to worry about like the rest of us. But here's where it gets personal. Being in L.A., and being at a job, specifically at a job in LA, no matter the job, as a sports fan, you have a team. You go to work, you want to celebrate with your coworkers that your team won. That's something you usually do in your hometown with the hometown team. Okay, say some people transplant and they become teams at a new hometown. And good for you. I just can't. I can't. I can't fuck around like that. So, I'm a Browns fan. I'm at work. I'm happy as shit. We six and three. I can't remember last time we were six and three. I have nobody to share the joy with. Nobody but the internet. So I'm constantly checking comments and posting about how happy how happy I am about the Browns to other Browns fans, mostly in Cleveland. I don't know. I guess the solution could be find out what the other teams my co-workers like and support their team. No. Or just not say nothing. I think I just do that. But go Brown. Speaking of work, y'all know I listen to um, the Kingpin, the, the, the Drug Kingpin podcast and the Serial Killer Cop podcast and all that shit. One thing about these Kingpins, they always go down the same way by selling dope to somebody they don't normally sell dope to. And I don't get it. It's in every movie and literally every damn near every kingpin if you've been selling dope to person A, B, and C, and D why sell dope to E because one of these A, B, C, or D that introduce you to E after I don't know six months, two years now if A, B, C, and D if one of these motherfuckers introduce you to E in the first week first month of the operation you know he's still building you got like you're making your first couple million in the operation maybe but six months two years four years in all of a sudden a new motherfucker pop up that need 
a whole lot of dope, you're going to jail. That's that's what I have the conclusion I've come to from listening to various podcasts. You're going to jail if you sell dope to somebody new. Simple as that. But I bring that up because Griselda was, she was different. Number one, she killed her first motherfucker when she was 11. Like, that's crazy. And number two, once she got into power, she invented the motorcycle drive-by. All that shit you see, like you seen it on Goodfellas, you seen it on every single movie involving a gun and a vehicle. But that shit, she invented that. Ain't that a bitch? She was a motherfucker. And she didn't, she got arrested, but she did her time and got out. She got arrested like everybody else. So star selling dope to an informant, get arrested. But the irony is she got killed by a drive by on a motorcycle. So it's like she invented that shit and got killed by it. That was kind of cool. Well, not cool, but whatever another fun fact she's a make people fuck her at gunpoint men and women like cause everybody wanna fuck you seen it she wasn't like you know hot she just had money so if she wanted to fuck she'd pay you and then hold a gun on you and then maybe kill you but don't take the money back just you know just kill you she was a motherfucker, man. I, ain't, I don't even have no joke. I don't even know why I even said her name. She probably got people that got people that got people. And I don't know who listened to this. I guess somebody in Germany listened to this. Who can say, you know, who was to say it ain't nobody in Colombia listening to this shit. So, uh, sorry, Miss Blanco. Uh, rest in peace. Moving the fuck on. Um, I think... I'm addicted to cereal. And I know that's like not a big deal. Y'all, my Melmo's, y'all probably like, well, okay. But here's why it's a problem. Because I'm, I'm, I'm probably 10, a good 10, maybe 15 years past cereal age. And I just, I can't stop. And, um, I felt like I can, I can eat bowl after bowl after bowl. And I don't even have to be high. I'm talking about just so many bowls. So many bowls of cereal. I think I need to see a, a hypnotist or some shit to make me not want to eat it, but then I don't want to not eat it. cereal is hand in hand connected with weed if I'm not going to eat cereal I might as well not smoke weed and that's neither one of those are a thing but I don't know speaking of hypnotists psychiatrists I know that's not a you know not completely related but it's close but psychiatrists, man, when I listen to the Serial Killer podcast, it's probably was more related to that topic before last. Anyway, they always talk about, uh, yeah, usually in, in childhood, these serial killers are the type of, had this personality and this person and this character trait and, and always display this and always in this way in this mood and it's like god damn you motherfuckers can see the future not only are you psychiatrists you are psychics so when y'all see these little kids you know I'm not saying arrest them when they you know if they you know display these behaviors that's proven to be serial killer tendencies I'm just saying you know to let a whole bunch of people know. Don't just tell their mama. I know they got the doctor, patient, confidentiality. Fuck that. If this little motherfucker is doing serial killer shit, to let everybody know that, you know, 
this motherfucker is capable. So we can all keep an eye on him. Fuck that. It don't have to be that many. I said this last podcast. It don't have to be that many sex workers getting killed because y'all was trying to be on the low and keep shit hush and don't tell nobody and just only tell his mama. No, fuck that. This little motherfucker is burning up cats to tell the school, tell the neighborhood. Everybody need to know. Watch this motherfucker for the next umpteen years. Oh. 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 Did you know Young Dolph's name is Adolf? I, th- I thought it was Rudolph. I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. Because he's black. But it's Adolf. And it's Junior. So that means there was two black dudes walking around named Adolf. I don't understand. It's hard enough, man. It's hard enough just to be a regular black dude and have one like a name that you know these all these aviuses and Ashans. You can add whatever letter or combination of letter you want to before, but you see where I'm going with this. But then you want to be Adolf, and I'm not saying that you know not have a creative name. I loved all the Atons and. Eviuses and Oviuses and Aviuses and all that shit, but Adolf. It's all, it's like it's. I don't know. You trying to be funny or <sighs> Young Adolf? I can't stop. I'm not gonna call him Young Dolph no more. That's stupid. Take that dolphin chain off. Put on a fucking. Put a fucking. I don't know we need to put it on now. His name is Young Adolf. That's all I know. Young Dummy. Well, I guess it worked out for him. He, he rich on Instagram. I don't know if they really got money. Who knows? Fucking rappers. Like and and then Biggie. I was you know at the work they played the old rap and I don't mind. I love it. Um, and I just because I know I hear shit that I might have. You know, you don't really hear it the first time you hear it, but you don't. And on Ready to Die, on Everyday Struggle, Biggie say, you know, he reminisce about a time when he wasn't so devilish. And I'm thinking, that came out in, it came out in 94, he probably recorded it in 93, maybe even 92. 20 years old, 20, 21 years old. What you talking about? You a time when you went, you ain't had time to be you. You what the fuck? But then that made me think like, damn, if you only twenty one and you devilish, that's a that's fuck. That's a fucked up life too. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't. Dev, I was never devilish, especially at no younger age than twenty. Like. Calm down, Biggie. Pick up a fucking a book. All right, let's get into some news. All right, first, I guess the most important news story is motherfuckers going crazy over this PS5. Which I don't even recall people going crazy over PS4s or Xbox Ones or two, whatever the fuck. But this this one's particularly crazy, I guess, because the the quarantine and then everybody been in the house playing the same game all year. So then when you do come out with a new game, I get it, I get it, I get why this one is more crazy because this year people been playing. Like you already, if you're already a game playing motherfucker, that's all you do is play the game. But this year, it, you just all you did is play the game even more, like even more than you imagined. Like you thought you even thought you could. Like damn, all I do is play the game already. How can I play even more? I get it, cause like 
as much as I smoke. It's like, how can I smoke more? But if all you got all day is to smoke, that's what you're going to do. Same thing with video games. So I get it. So motherfuckers going crazy. Motherfuckers mad. Motherfuckers buying multiple, just like shoes and anything else. Motherfuckers buying multiples and then reselling them at ridiculous prices. So I'm just glad I got over that shit early. Like I've been stopped giving a fuck about video games. I would like one of those um, Nintendos or Segas with like 60 games on it already. That'd be dope. But other than that, fuck all that. Uh, Other news. um, Everybody was all happy about Kamala. And she checked off all these boxes, right? First this, first that. And the, the main first she was was the first non non white man uh, vice president. But I guess we gotta slow our roll on that one because she ain't. Not only is she not the first non white man vice president, she technically not the first Indian. Well. Indian from the country of India, but okay, tech, okay, I take that back. So she's just not the first non-white man, but she is still the first Indian. But anyway, the first, very first non-white man in the um, White House vice president was a dude named Charles Curtis, who was the vice president to Herbert Hoover, Hoover, and he was a you know indigenous people I'm not even going to say Native American because fuck that he was indigenous people because his mama was and he was raised on on a reservation by his grandparents where he spoke the indigenous language and lived in a teepee so take that uh, second non white man ever Kamala but that's still good though she's just not you know the first like they thought again still good just not the first Uh, that's it for politics for me I don't give a fuck other than that I just thought that was a nice little bit of information that they was leaving out so now you know see see memos I told you Every time we don't we don't have to learn a lot just to learn a little and that's all you need is something new something new every day. That's all you need. That's all you need is one one new thing a day and there you go. There it is. Uh, like I said, the Browns won in sports. The Browns won. Uh Terrence Crawford won. Um who else won? That matter. I think that's it. Yeah, because I really don't give a fuck about no other football teams. So, yeah. Browns won. Nick Chubb's back. 126 yards and a touchdown and a half. And I say and a half because he could have scored a touchdown if he wanted. And who could say that? Everybody can't say that. I could have scored. I didn't want to. And every single person would be like, yeah, he could have. Because a lot of people could say that and be like, no, you couldn't. You mean you don't want to. Motherfucker, they ain't let you. No, 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 no. I didn't want to. Coulda. Didn't want to. Made the better play. Made a better decision for the team. Shout out to Nick Chubb. Still had 126 yards. That boy good, boy. That boy is good. Um, uh, Cracker Barrel in Connecticut done fucked up. Now, I told you a couple podcasts ago that Yelp had came out with a new... Um, this place is racist review. You can give it star. I think you can give it stars to, you know, kind of racist to, you know, uh, still got pickaninnies in the window racist. You know, black whites only pie racist. So apparently, this Cracker Barrel had a noose hanging up, a little tiny noose, not like a. 
not a news big enough to hurt nobody, but just a news to let you know. Look, if we could, look, this this type of establishment you in, and then they gonna say, you know, no, we don't. That ain't on news, but it's a news. It's a news. Don't fuck. You can't fuck it up now. You can't can't explain it away now. It's a news. We caught you. But the catch is, or I don't know if it's a catch, but the obvious thing is, it's Cracker Barrel. It's it's probably gonna be something racist in Cracker Barrel. It's a good chance you go to Cracker Barrel. Gonna be some raises in Cracker Barrel. They just didn't hear. I guess they didn't hear about the Yelp shit. They didn't have time to, you know, clean up, get rid of shit. But they fucked up. So Cracker Barrel, you know, fucked up. Uh, what else? Oh, this dude in a wheelchair was acting a motherfucking fool. At a grocery store, at the mall, it's like it's like one, you know, how the grocery store being, and got indoor parking. First, he came down the ramp, acting a fool, running into shit, crashing and shit. He ain't got no legs, so I guess, you know, he like I ain't got no legs. I don't give a fuck. I don't know, if, you know, dick don't work, but he ain't got no legs. It's it's real easy to not give a fuck. It's real easy to not give a fuck when you ain't got no legs. I'm not, this is not not speaking from a guy, you know. With I got legs. Fortunately, I got legs, so I don't. I'm just saying. But if you don't, I get how you could just not give a fuck. So this dude is in there terrorizing. He throwing shit over the throwing garbage little chairs and shit, and at the you know at the at the had a little bank at the grocery store. So he's the little waiting room area, the little he's throwing shit and he fucking shit up. And my thing is, as with anybody who could cause trouble, it don't happen often. But anybody causing trouble in a wheelchair, all you need is either a a wooden block or a fucking broomstick. And they are done. Their reign of terror is over. You know how you, uh, you put a a wooden block, a bag, a a bag of sand, something to act as a as a doorstop type of object for their will. And at the very least, like I say, you put a fucking broomstick through them fucking spokes. They ain't going nowhere. They got about a quarter a quarter inch left to go and then that bitch is done so my question to the people at the you know supermarket is you need to be you know a little more thorough on your sanitation cause if you had had ample brooms it's, it's, it's COVID I thought, I thought the key was to stay clean that means extra brooms extra mops extra rags it should have been a broom easily accessible. As soon as he turned that corner coming down that ramp, boom, broom's thinking the Oh, this ain't gonna this ain't gonna turn out well. Look at him. Look at his eye. Look at that look in his eyes. And he ain't got no legs. He don't give a fuck. But hey, you get you get what you get when you, you know, slacking on your um, equipment. It did turn out pretty good though. It's well they got the footage of him leaving because he left. Like I said, they ain't had no way to stop him. So he left. And um, on the way out, he broke the fucking the arm. He just, because he, he didn't drive in there. So he broke the arm to keep people from driving out to, to keep people in. So everybody that was leaving that day did not have to pay. He did, he did ensure free parking for everybody on the way out. But other than that, he, he fucked up that grocery store. Um, and lastly in the news, um, motherfuckers been getting shot. A lot of rappers. A lot of rappers getting shot in Dallas. Um, 
I think I brought it up last pod because that Mo3 dude that got shot. If I did not, you know, Mo3 got shot. Who is Mo3? You know, ask, ask anybody who fuck with Boozy Tough because, you know, that was his homeboy and then Boozy got shot. I guess on some Mo3 shit trying to figure out what happened to Mo3. He got shot. And then Dr. Rose got shot. And it's like, what is, who is Dr. Rose? And Dr. Rose is a dentist. But why I'm telling you about it then, Melmo's, because he's also a rapper. You know, that dentist shit, that dentist shit, that just paid the bills. That just went, you know, went to school, school dentistry, you know, practice, you know, license, whatever. But that shit just paid the bills. I'm a rapper first. And now that I got shot, you know, it's only, you know, it's only up from here. So Dr. Rose got shot. And then lastly, being a butcher, the most lyrical of the of the group. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I never heard Mo3 rap, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he don't rap as good as being a butcher. Not that he need, he deserved to be shot. But I'm just saying, talent-wise, Benny Butcher was the most talented rapper to get shot this week. That's fucked up. They are recovering, but damn. Rappers getting shot. And um, before I go, uh, speaking of rappers getting shot and Mo3 and tragedy, uh, last week I just briefly mentioned that Alex Trebek had passed away and it was like some recipes extra back but because I'm talking about rappers and because Alex Trebek just died how about this Alex Trebek rapper compilation rap kids buy a chopper and have a do- doctor on speed dial I guess mad city Julia. Who is Kendrick Lamar? Right. In nothing but a G thing, this doctor rap never let me slip, because if I slip, then I'm slipping. Mary. Who is Dr. Dre? Yes. They mad, they ain't famous. They mad, they still nameless. But we still hood famous. Yeah, we still hood famous. Julia. Who is Kanye West? Yes, and I hope Uh, I don't get an email from him. (laughs) (laughs) I made the change from a common thief to up close and personal with Robin Leach. Wrapped this notorious guy. Mary. Who is notorious B.I.G.? Yes. Panda Panda. Panda Panda. Panda Panda. Panda. <laughs> Lily. Who is designer? Designer. Yes. I was just getting into this rap thing. I'm not too good at it, but I was getting into it. We'll come back in a moment. Again, recipes to Alex Trebek and Biggie, who we mentioned in the rap, and designer's career. You ever driving in a car and stop at a red light and look around and notice on a flagpole or a fence pole or light pole or any kind of pole that it's a ribbon and and then candles and then pictures and then empty bottles of liquor and then finally a disgusting, dirty, rained on, chewed on, shitted on, terrible, ugly deteriorating teddy bear wow that's disgusting I know you probably think what type of way is that to honor the dead by disrespecting the earth well I'm here to tell you it's a better way to honor the dead and respect the earth at the same time with these all new 100% recyclable and biodegradable Tragedy morning teddy bears. That's right. You heard it here first from Yusuf Ali. Tragedy morning teddy bears. That way you can pay homage to your loved one and save the earth and go green all at once. So go to www.tragedyteddy.com right now 
and tell them you heard it on Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition and get 20% off your first purchase. Alright, today on Puddle Tracks, um, you ever fuck up on the grill or just any type of cooking and you got to think fast and improvise? You know, well, we all been there. This weekend I had to think fast because I was on the grill at the cookout and the burgers almost got ruined. Well, it turned out to be less burgery. But I made it work. Everybody was enjoying their taco meat. At least until Marvin noticed in the garbage can it was a box of uh, pre-made patties. I was wondering where the burgers were. And I had to think fast. And I was like, ain't no burger. Put some cheese and ketchup on that taco and shut the fuck up. Alright, before COVID, it was comedy. I'm all crazy, man. I get a lot of shit from my mama, not just my religion. I get, like, um, my drug habit. <laughs> she did all the drugs. I just smoke weed. Like, I hear cocaine is real popular. A lot of, a lot of people do it, period. I'm not knocking it. I just can't afford it. Like, I'm a more economical drug user. <laughs> you get a lot more weed for the same price. But I have eaten my fair share of cocaine. And not in a cool, running from the police, swallow crack type of way. But like, a, since my mama so dope, they let me lift the plate that I just got through using the way of cocaine. Childhood boot sort of a way. It's okay. Like, it sounds, it sounds real bad when I say it out loud in front of people. But I tell you what, when you on cocaine playing Sonic the Hedgehog, you don't really notice that it's a juice. Like, Man, that's like an early drive of that joke. Uh, I usually don't promote the fact that I said another joke twice, but y'all know how comedy works. Shit get worked out. But uh, I did. You want to see the, that whole joke, a more polished version of that joke, Melmo's. Um, Amazon uh, Prime coming to the stage, season eight, episode one. Ten minutes uncut. You know, you get. I dig into that story a little bit better. But um, anyway. This week's Legend of the Hood is a uh, uh, OG, <laughs> what they call him, from 139th and Kinsman in Cleveland. Uh, it was a dude I used to, I used to get a lot of advice from good or bad whatever take it or leave it but a lot of advice uh local drug dealer did some wild shit uh named will i ain't gonna say his last name let's just say will b i would say the only reason i say people last names if i know them is if they basketball players but other than that i'm not gonna say no street dudes uh last names just in case they in the street still and got shit pending. I don't know what's going on with these guys, but I just know they hood hood legends, uh, legends of the hood. This guy Will, he was he openly, you know, fuck crackheads, strawberries, whatever the fuck. He didn't give a fuck. Like he did it. He thought it was funny. He did it in the daytime. He did it in front of other people. Um. It was it was very very much public nudity and lewd behavior and public indecency, all type of charges. But he didn't give a fuck. Um, um, he was he he had a he had a an Acura with a mural on it. Most people didn't have that was like a very West Coasty thing. Especially back in that day, in you know late '90s, early 2000s, so it's like to see that he had like the little little Daytons and the switches and shit. It was just it was interesting. 
that was a legendary thing about him. Uh, he had a lot of money to be a street dude. He always had handfuls of money. That was, I guess, a good thing. But I don't know how he lived. Like he was, he was good at hiding out. He had, a, he definitely had a hideout. But then I heard he lived in like a, a piece of shit shack. And it's like, come on, man, you got all this money. But again, legend, legend of the hood. Um, another thing about him that was legendary, he was like 37, <laughs> still like doing like he was a legit D boy at 37, like just just being on the block selling dope, and that was legendary because most people his age were out of the game either by choice or by force or something. But no, he was right there with the 16, 17, 18 year olds selling dope, competing, running from the police, all that shit. And he he ran like an old man. Like back when you was 16, 17, 18, you think 37 is old. It's not till you get 37 and you realize that 37 ain't old, especially when you get older than 37. You be like, shit, I wish I was still 37 or whatever. So... But back then, you looking up to 37, that shit old as fuck. And then, so he had a 37-year-old run. But I don't know. One thing, one piece of advice, quote-unquote, he told me was to, if I want my dick suck, to lay the girl, <laughs> when she come over, part of the foreplay is, had the girl lay on her back and then one on one way side of the bed. And then you take your take a shower or whatever, and she like whatever side she land on, you go the opposite side. But just make sure she ain't laying on the foot of the bed, because if she land on the foot of the bed, then your plan is gonna backfire, because there ain't no way to smoothly position yourself into a, a you know a sixty nine position. But <laughs> it's just when you think about it, that is some shit to like. To trick a girl into into basically a 69 where I'm gonna start kissing her on the forehead and work my way down to get my dick sucked where it's just like it's just too much work man you could just mutually you know you know get to that point and then take turns because 69 is so overrated but don't ask him you know that was that was his way to <laughs> And get a insure a sixty nine. That was just like I said. This guy fucked crackheads in the street, so to him that was fucking a, a golden nugget. But um, anyway, last I heard, he was uh still selling dope, just not on that particular strip. Uh, I guess he found a new area to sell dope, uh, and he did not have the Acura, and uh, I don't believe he got any strawberries pregnant so that's legendary too if you know how many he was fucking alright and uh with that this week's legend of the hood Will let's, let's, let's call him Will B Cleveland 139th Kansas stand up this week's legend of the hood as a, a OG, <laughs> what they call him, from 139th and Kansman in Cleveland. Um, was a dude I used to, I used to get a lot of advice from, good or bad, whatever, take it or leave it. But a lot of advice, uh, local drug dealer, did some wild shit uh, named Will. I ain't gonna say his last name. Let's just say Will B. I would say the only reason I say people last names. If I know them, is if they basketball players. But other than that, I'm not gonna say no street dudes' uh, last names, just in case they in the street still and got shit pending. I don't know what's going on with these guys, but I just know they hood hood legends, uh, legends of the hood. This guy will he was he openly, you know fuck crackheads, strawberries, whatever the fuck. He didn't give a fuck. Like, he did it. He thought it was funny. He did it in the daytime. He did it in front of other people. 
um, it was it was very very much public nudity and lewd behavior and public indecency, all type of charges. But he didn't give a fuck. Um, um, he was he he had a he had a an Acura with a mural on it. Most people didn't have that was like a very west coasty thing especially back in that day in you know late 90s early 2000s so it's like to see that he had like the little little datings and the switches and shit it was just it was interesting that was a legendary thing about him uh he had a lot of money to be a street dude he always had handfuls of money that was i guess a good thing but I don't know how he lived. Like he was, he was good at hiding out. He had, a, he definitely had a hideout. But then I heard he lived in like a, a piece of shit shack. And it's like, come on, man, you got all this money. But again, legend, legend of the hood. Um, another thing about him that was legendary. He was like thirty-seven, <laughs> still. Like doing like he was a legit D boy at thirty seven, like just just being on the block selling dope, and that was legendary because most people his age were out of the game either by choice or by force or something. But no, nah, he was right there with the sixteen, seventeen, eighteen year olds selling dope, competing, running from the police, all that shit, and. He, he ran like an old man. Like back when you was 16, 17, 18, you think 37 is old. It's not till you get 37 and you realize that 37 ain't old, especially when you get older than 37. You be like, shit, I wish I was still 37 or whatever. So, but back then, you looking up to 37, that shit old as fuck. And then, so you had a 37-year-old run. But I don't know. One thing, one piece of advice, quote-unquote, he told me was to if I want my dick suck to lay the girl <laughs> when she come over part of the foreplay is had the girl lay on her back and then one on one way side of the bed and then you take your take a shower or whatever and she like whatever side she laying on you go the opposite side but just make sure she ain't laying on the foot of the bed because if she laying on the foot of the bed then your plan is going to backfire because there ain't no way to smoothly position yourself into a, a you know a 69 position but <laughs> it's just when you think about it that is some shit to like to trick a girl into into basically a 69 where I'm going to start kissing her on the forehead and work my way down to get my dick sucked where it's just like it's just too much work man you could just mutually you know you know get to that point and then take turns because 69 is so overrated but don't ask him you know that was that was his way to <laughs> get a insure a 69 that was, that was just like I said this guy fucked crackheads in the street so to him that was fucking a, a golden nugget but um anyway last I heard he was uh still selling dope just not on that particular strip uh I guess he found a new area to sell dope uh and he did not have the Acura and uh I don't believe he got any strawberries pregnant so that's legendary too if you know how many he was fucking all right, and uh, with that, this week's Legend of the Hood, Will, let's, let's, let's call him Will B. Cleveland, 139th Kansas Stand Up. All right, Mel Mose, we have come to an end of another episode. Hope y'all had a good time, got high with me, learned something. I know y'all learned something about that second, uh, I mean, that first vice president that wasn't white. And um, other than that, shit, just hope y'all had a good time, man, and laughing and smoking and 
and all that shit, man. Just like I had a good time talking shit with y'all this week. This was great. Um, uh, one more thing before I get out of here, as usual. Uh, we was watching, me and Jill was watching, what the, what the fuck was it? Oh, Late Bloomer, which was pretty good. And that's another technique I'm utilizing is having low expectations, very, very low expectations for these movies that we choose to watch. Uh, and, but uh, so that way you don't really be, you know, if it's shitty, what the fuck, you know, you don't get, you know, you don't, you don't even think about it. But so anyway, so we're watching this low, late bloomer shit and the dude talk about how, you know, when the girl that he liked played him he just went home jacked off into the sock and to me I had, I told Jill I said look that's not real I don't know nobody I don't know why people do that I don't know nobody I don't mean I ain't I probably do know people who do it because we don't fucking talk about it but I never had any type of inkling to jack off in a sock I don't get I don't, I don't know why they always make this reference. I don't know who really did this and told somebody in Hollywood and now that's in every fucking movie and TV show and jokes about stiff socks and hard socks and crunchy socks. And I just don't understand why a sock, I don't, I don't know what people are doing with the sock. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I wasn't doing it right. But all I know is you just jack off and then you use tissue or a napkin or, or you just do it in the shower and go out the drink whatever the fuck either way you don't a sock why, who is keeping is it one sock is it multiple socks like what the fuck are y'all doing anyway so these people doing this shit I just don't approve of it I don't think it's real but if it it, it, it might be if people are doing it as often as they make fun of it in the movies, then that's fucked up, man. That's a whole extra thing that you don't need to be doing, man. You don't even need to be doing that. You don't even need to be doing that. You know, I I I hate that that's the kind of the last thing that I want to talk about in the closed podcast off on fucking uh, anti sock jerk rant. But that's just look, y'all gotta stop that shit, man. That shit is not real and not cool. Either or, both, and or. So, fuck, man. Especially if you're a kid. I don't know no kids. I, I, I don't imagine no teenagers listen to this podcast, but shit, I, Melmos, y'all might have a teenager. And if that's. Listen, man. Y'all catch them doing some shit with a sock. Encourage them to just use a tissue they not washing laundry they not paying they don't have to put that pick that shit up they don't have to touch that that shit nasty as fuck man so on behalf of the parents just use a fucking napkin man um I, I guess that's it man so um like I always say shit do one to others man and Except for that sock shit. Don't do that, to, period. But aside from that, um, do unto others, man. Really, really consider, you know, another motherfucker's position when you going about your life, man. That's it. And no matter what you do, just put yourself in another motherfucker's shoes when you thinking about doing some fucked up shit. That's all. That's all. And it's an array of fucked up shit. I don't got to list it. But, you know, the top, the tops, the top shit. Lying, stealing, cheating. You know, cussing motherfuckers out for no reason. You know. Oh, I need to add another thing. I need to, I should have been saying this from the beginning. Because it's another way that I get by. Because you can't always. It's, way, it's a way that you can act and feel. And that's one way. But it's how do I apply that to other motherfuckers? This is how. Don't take shit personal. I gotta re- remind motherfuckers that. Especially co-workers, classmates, these type of people. You don't know these motherfuckers, man. You see these people six to eight 
I ain't even gonna say six, sometimes even two or three to eight hours a day, maybe even up to 12. But that's it. Then you gone. That's it. These motherfuckers don't exist. I don't give a fuck about what type of career, unless these, unless you do taking your work home and you gotta talk to these motherfuckers all night and text motherfuckers. Most of the t- most people, you don't gotta see these motherfuckers a few hours a day. You don't take. You don't know what motherfuckers going through. You don't know these people. You don't live with these motherfuckers. Don't take the shit personal, man. They wasn't talking to you. They ain't mad at you. You don't know what's in that motherfucker head. So, with that. And thinking about and you know putting yourself in other people's shoes, boom, boom, boom. It's like a combination. Your day is easier and smooth. No arguments, no tension, no friction. You get high at the end of the day. That's a fucking good day, man. So just keep having those. Keep doing that. And that's I wanted to keep the podcast short, but then now this shit didn't add to the fucking this. I've been going on and on and on and on. And fucking this supposed to be like a two minute shit. Here I am at damn near seven. So anyway, um, with that, stay safe till next week, man. Go Browns and uh, peace.